Welcome to the morning community of Northridge Vineyard. Our deepest desire is that you will encounter Jesus as you listen in to our morning gathering. If you'd like to find out more about us, check out our website, northridge.org.au forward slash mornings. You know, one of the things, obviously, with COVID for the sort of the last 18 months, two years, it's meant also that we haven't been able to gather as the wider vineyard body. And, you know, usually by now we would have had so national it. conferences or you know somebody from another vineyard coming over and visiting us and speaking and and so we've we've really really missed that i think particularly as well because often um you know we we get to host some of those things at northridge um and so for us as a whole community often we get to meet um leaders and pastors from churches around the country who come along to those conferences and then through that you kind of get to hear what's going on somewhere else and uh, in other vineyard churches so um, so this week we actually um, felt like it would be great to get hold of a couple of those churches and just have a chat with their pastors and just find out what God's doing and just be able to pray for them um, and just uh, hear how yeah how things are going with them. So we are going to uh, kick off with an interview. Jono and Tanya. So I had an opportunity to sit down with Jono and Tanya um, and you'll hear all about that now. So why don't we listen to that? I want to say a huge thank you, John and Tanya, for joining me. You guys are, are you in Belrose at the moment? Over or somewhere in, on the northern beaches? We are in Forestville. Forestville. Are in Forestville. Not Forestville. Belrose, which is currently in crisis. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. An important distinction there. Thank you. Um, and, and you're both here. Who else is in your house? Why don't you share that with us? So we have a little girl, Blakely, who's 18 months. Mm-hmm. And we actually rent an upstairs apartment above mum and dad. So mum and dad live downstairs. So, okay. Yeah, it's a good little arrangement. Okay. And they're, they're, they, you're obviously not going to get too disturbed by noise, but they might get disturbed by some of the noise. I'm sure the little pitter-patter of feet up and down the hallway does, <laughs> does go downstairs. Um, and, and like you guys are doing something pretty brave. You, I know that you've been uh, running Centerpoint Vineyard which is a church plant initiative. That's right, isn't it? That's how you would say it for a couple of years now. Um, that's, that's a, you know, a really exciting and probably fairly daunting at the moment. How has that journey been for you? Yeah, it's certainly been a wild adventure. Uh, I think church planting is always a bit of an adventure with Jesus anyway, let alone planting in a global pandemic. Yeah. Um, so we're, yeah, we're just about 18 months in to that. Yeah. Um, so we actually kicked off Probably right before the first COVID lockdown, I think we had five or six initial kind of interest gatherings, uh, and then we were we were locked down initially back in start of 2020. Um, so it's been a bit of an adventure, um, a good one though, risky. Uh, I think John Wimber, you know, said faith is spelled R I S K. So we're certainly living that adventure with with the Lord, which is really exciting. Um, but yeah, a bit of a, a long story short, we we initially uh, were on staff together uh, at another local church on Northern Beaches. This is a number of years ago now. Yeah. And kind of through that process of discernment with um, the eldership and, and the board of that particular church, we kind of all just felt like um, all the Tanya and I were called to ministry together, that that context wasn't the right context for us. And um, we actually resigned from our positions made ourselves unemployed and kind of entered this series this season really of just um of waiting with the lord and just seeing what 
what he's asking us to step into. And initially we, we hadn't thought about planting. A few people had said to us, oh, are you guys going to plant a church? And we sort of said, well, that wasn't really on our agenda initially. Um, but having kind of processed with the Lord over a couple of years, uh, we actually spent a bit of time with you guys at Northridge during that process. And um, we popped across to New Zealand for about six months to do some stuff with the vineyard in New Zealand. And kind of coming back from there, we felt like actually the Lord was asking us to, to step into this adventure with him and to plant a church. So, um, yeah, that was a bit of a journey that we that took us to that place, um, which was an exciting one, but also somewhat a difficult one being in that waiting, what are you doing, Lord, kind of space. But, um, yeah, and eventually we felt like that's what he was asking us to do. So we, we stepped out and launched into it, and then uh, COVID happened. So, yeah, wow. <laughs> a bit of an adventure can i say one of the things I, i've loved hearing is just some of the stories that you've shared with us over the time i guess a couple of things one one has been your boldness both of you and um you know johnny you've shared a number of stories with me of you just being out and about and just i actually have met a number of folk from your church who've said i just met Jono, i met tanya and they said why don't you come to my church you know and even on the other side of the world i mean one guy was in the uk and he was like all right, you know, um, and just to, I guess, to see that boldness, people that you don't know, um, that's really exciting. I'm, for Bonnie and I, it's quite inspiring um, and encourages us to keep going, but also to hear some of the stories that, that God's, you know, some of the healing that you guys have been seeing as you've pushed into that naturally supernatural stuff. I don't know if you wanted to share any of those stories or, or anything else that comes to mind. Yes, yeah, so we had a wonderful moment. So Harry McKenzie um, came and shared with us one Sunday on healing a couple of months ago. Um, and there was a guy who was present that morning who it was his first time there, wasn't a Christian, a young guy. And um, he, I think Harry prayed with him, actually. And then Jonathan went and spoke to him afterwards and said, you know, how did you find this morning? And how was that for you? And he said, well, I was a bit skeptical and a bit skeptical of healing. Um, but when I was prayed, the pain in my foot, he'd had a, um, an incident where he had a sea urchin stuck in his foot from a surfing incident or something. For months, apparently. For months. It had been there for months. Um, the doctors had been able to pull all the barbs out, but there was one remaining barb. Wow. And he said that as he was prayed for, he felt the pain disappear. Um, and so in talking with him, Jonathan said, well, you know, that was Jesus. Would you like to know him? And he said, yes. And so Jonathan then prayed with him. That night he went home and was in the shower and the last barb came out of his foot. <laughs> so we were just Such like, a good story. That's God being God and, yeah. um, and how wonderful for him. So he was, he then started doing Alpha with us. Um, and we were two weeks into Alpha, which then we had to pause while we're now in lockdown. Yeah. Um, his cousin who brought him along to church met up with him the other week and he said, you know, he's, he's hanging out to when he can get back to meeting yeah. Alpha with us. And um, yeah. so that's just one story of, of the Lord meeting with you. Yeah, him that's awesome. Beautiful way. So, and it's cool. Like, I think we talk about being naturally supernatural. So doing the stuff of the kingdom without having to be weird or, you know, putting on a certain voice or being anybody other than yourself. You can be completely normal. You can be who you are and still minister in power. And so we talk about that a lot and we try and model that and we do that on Sundays. And it's really exciting seeing that now be taken outside of the walls of the church, so to speak. So we had one guy share with us um, a couple of weeks ago how he had some a delivery guy come to his workplace and the, the guy had an injury. And um, he said, hey, mate, can I 
can I pray for you and pray for healing right then and there in the workplace to, to this delivery driver? So hearing those kind of stories um, is exciting because it, it's that's how culture spreads. It's when you share stories. I think John Wimber said you celebrate to propagate. So as we celebrate this stuff together, even just the risk taking in that, you know, whether whether or not that guy was healed, I'm not sure, but um, just the the obedience and the risk taking of stepping out and seeing that happen is, is really exciting. So yeah that's great guys that's that's one of the reasons why i guess as you guys go with vineyard and we have a heart to see a vineyard church in this area and as you share those stories i go oh people need that like that there's a flavor there that we we totally connect with and we love and we're celebrating that you guys are starting in that space and so um yeah that that just is really exciting and i know for a lot of our crew it's like that's brilliant amen yes fantastic now, can I, I will just ask you a bit about Alpha because I know you've run a number of courses um, and have, have you done any of those online? Have they all been in person? Like how have you managed some of the challenges that have come with that over the last 18 months or so? Yeah, we never intended to run Alpha online. We always thought it was, you know, you do it face-to-face because -face that's really helpful and a good way mm. to connect with people. And we were actually, again, going to start our first Alpha course when we went into lockdown in March last year. And then we couldn't. Um, and so we decided we'd just wait, <laughs> um, press pause. And then we actually had someone contact us who wasn't part of Centerpoint at that, at that stage. And they said, I heard you guys are running Alpha Online. And we <laughs> You went, no? Yeah, <laughs> And she was a Christian, but she had a friend who was interested in doing it during okay. lockdown online and then another girl had said to us that she has a couple had a couple of friends that might be keen so the first alpha that we did was with a really small group and we did it online um and that was just an opportunity where we felt i think this is what the lord's doing like mm. we need to be flexible mm. and jump in on this one uh and then we ran two other alpha courses uh after that over the last year um and then we're about to start our Fourth half, of course, yeah. right before, well, we had started right before this current lockdown, but mm. um, it's been, I mean, I'm a big fan of Alpha. Um, it's not the only tool out there for seeing sure. people safe, but we find it very helpful because um, it's just simply based on an invitation, really. You, you just invite someone along um, and anyone can really extend that invitation. And then I think the stats show it's about one in one in four usually will, will say yes to an invitation to something like Alpha. Mm -hmm. So if you ask enough people, you can get a pretty cool little crew who are exploring faith. Um, and we've seen the Lord really show up and meet people. And that, that's the real cool thing about Alpha is particularly that Holy Spirit weekend or the Holy Spirit day or however you structure it. But yeah. um, it is actually power evangelism. You, you're creating yeah. space for the power of God to come and, and meet somebody. And then they encounter the Holy Spirit and they encounter Jesus and they give their life to him and it's exciting we have one guy um last year uh who yeah he, he'd been coming along and he, he was quite open we, we noticed from the first week he was pretty open in conversation about exploring faith and uh we got to about week four and i said mate you should come along to church on sunday and uh he did <laughs> we later found out that he actually th thought he was he had to wear a suit because he'd, oh, never, fantastic. he'd never been to church really. So, um, but we said, no, mate, just like, just rock up. Like he'd rock up to alpha and um, he did and loved it. And I met up with him afterwards and I said, I'm going to ask you next week at alpha, whether you, you want to take this decision with Jesus further. And 
he said, okay, I'll think about it. And so the next week at Alpha, I said, hey, did you ever think about it? He said, I did. So would you like to know Jesus? And he said, I would. So we prayed for him to be filled with the Spirit. And really cool thing was um, he didn't have a Bible. And it was actually the week on how do you read your Bible. And I said, oh, mate, we'll, we'll sort you a Bible. Don't worry. But someone else in the Alpha group had been praying that week. And she uh, she actually buys Bibles from like Vinnie's or whatever and then restores the covers of them and gives them oh, to people. Wow. And she'd been praying that week about this Bible she was restoring and uh, felt like it was for this guy. And so when he said, I don't have a Bible, she was like, well, actually, I've got one for you, which yeah, is so cool. and, and later that weekend, he, um, he had his rugby final. So he took his new Bible to his rugby final and read a passage to all his rugby mates right before the game. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Super exciting. Pretty that's bold. awesome. Yeah. And those are just the stories you live for, aren't they? They're just they're just fantastic to hear. I mean, actually, it's funny. Last just last week, uh, one of our crew who've been at the church for a couple of years, but came through Alpha into Northridge, just shared her story of coming to faith. And you know, that's probably been uh, one of the great joys. So those those kind of like stories are just so exciting as uh, as people join. I would ask you, like, have um, you know what sort of numbers of folk who've come out of alpha have come and actually joined you at center point yeah so um that initial alpha online uh so a couple have now since joined us from that alpha online um i actually also ran alpha with a futsal team so that so that one of those guys plays futsal and said hey why don't you join the futsal team do alpha with yeah them? yeah so we did that last year and we've had another um couple join from from that alpha course uh, and then that kid who gave his life to Jesus, he joined us for a season, but he's now moved up to Newcastle for university. But he yeah. when he's back in Sydney, he pops along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's really exciting. Now I'm conscious of time. We should start to come into land. I, I'd love to hear, and I know folk, our folk would love to hear what we can be praying for you for if there have been particular challenges, I guess, that you can see happening, how we can support you just as a, a church across the ditch of Lancome National Park, really. Yeah, thanks. Do you want to jump in? Yeah, so for the, at, at this point in time, one of the key things that we're praying about is what it looks like for us together coming out of lockdown. So up until now, we've been meeting in someone's lounge room and aware that we're kind of crammed in there now. So we've been, you know, keeping our eyes and ears open for a venue to pop up. But especially now coming out of lockdown, often it's, you know, the last restrictions to lift are the, run, the ones around yeah. how many visitors you can have in your yeah. house. And so that's going to um, present a few challenges for us. And so, you know, we're just, we're asking the Lord to provide the right venue that we can meet in all together with, you know, the four square meter rule in place or whatever is required. Um, so trusting Jesus for that. Yeah. Yeah, there's about 30, 35 of us now. So we, we initially just started with Tanya and I. And so the Lord's seems to be really blessing it. But yeah. we feel like getting that next space is kind of a bit, a bit of a key step in our continued growth, I think. Yeah. Um, probably just personally around our leadership um, would be great. Uh, sometimes tricky navigating, as you would know, Rob, navigating this whole covid scenario and trying to lead people through that and support people and pastor people through that mm. um it's interesting when you think about leadership often times of transition um are planned for and you know or perhaps you've been through that yourself and then you can take your people through it but this is one of those rare circumstances in leadership where 
you're both processing the transition at the same time as trying to lead people through transit transition. So um, just prayer for wisdom and um, insight into how to do that well and, and wisely would be great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably around that as well, just capacity for us. Like when things are humming along, we're we're usually pretty flat out. Uh, I think church planting textbooks generally say you should go hard for two years and then back off. Um, But that timeline with COVID, I think probably for us has to stretch out a little bit longer than two years. Um, we've been constantly stopped starting. So uh, yeah, just prayer around capacity and energy um, and wisdom and how to utilize our time. Well, I think would be great. Good on you guys. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, I would love to just pray for you as we finish up, but is there anything else you wanted to share or uh, is that everything you, you I mean, we could talk all day, couldn't we really, but if there was, just jump in. Otherwise, we'll pray for you. Yeah, probably. All yeah. right, let's do that. That's probably the most important thing we can do. So, Lord, I thank you for John and Tanya. Thank you for the guys at Centerpoint Vineyard. Lord, we lift them up to you now in prayer. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would come and refresh them and renew them as a couple, as a family, that you would give them all the emotional and mental and physical uh, sustenance that they need in this time and lord we pray for them as a church and this movement uh lord that's so exciting um that we would just that would continue to be fruitful and to increase and lord we do particularly pray um, and choose to pray for them for uh this next stage and all that they need to be able to gather as they come out of lock, uh, lockdown and as covid starts to clear up Um, Lord, we pray that you would open the gates and make a way for them. And we look forward to seeing all that they are um, going to be stepping into as a church. We bless them. Lord Jesus, in your name. Amen. 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 Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Lovely to see you. See you. Bless you guys. Bye. That was fantastic to hear from those guys. Yeah, it was so encouraging, wasn't it? Yeah, love the stories and um, to hear what God is doing in other places as well um, and in other churches. Yeah. Just so good. So, hi, Jules. It's so lovely to see you. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Northridge. Thank you so much for joining us this morning um, and for catching up with us. It's, uh, you know, it's one of the bonuses of, of Zoom, isn't it? Um, even though we can't physically be together, it's great to be able to be together in this way. So thank you for um, coming along this morning. My pleasure. Um, so I'll just start with saying, Jules, who's in your house? Why don't you tell us who's in your house? Yeah, I, um, I'm in my house with Aaron, my husband, and my two little boys, Joshua, who's four, and Lewis, who's almost one and a half. Wow, so that obviously keeps you nice and busy, you guys. <laughs> yeah, That's we awesome. we're noisy and we're always moving. <laughs> Absolutely, house of boys, yep. Yeah. Um, Great, thank you. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your church um, and how the journey has been as you guys have taken on leadership and, you know, obviously the last two years have been very unexpected with COVID and yeah, um, yeah tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, sure. So uh, Aaron and I have been pastoring at Westgate for three years 
Um, we belonged to the church, so the church is much older than that, probably uh, about 11 or 12 years old. Um, so we were going there. It was our local vineyard church. And three years ago, um, we took over the leadership there after the previous pastors move, moved on, uh, which was a little bit of a surprise to us, but we've been loving it. Um, prior to that, we were uh, doing a little bit of ministry during the week with Soul Survivor, yeah. uh, the youth organisation that I know lots of Northridge people are very connected with. Yeah. Um, so we're doing that here in Victoria, which was great. Um, and yeah, and then uh, that came to an end, but we around about the same time um, then said that we were up for kind of taking on the the pastoring role so um it took us by surprise we probably had wondered if pastoring was in our future but we would have said five to ten years down the track <laughs> and, then, and it was kind of on our doorstep and um both us and the community there felt um like it was a good thing and it has been a good thing god's been very good and people have been very kind as we jumped in the deep end um to pastoral ministry um yeah, we're in the um, the west, the inner western suburbs of Melbourne. Um, it's quite, it's probably a church for about around about 50, 60 people. Um, lots of like a spread of ages. And we've seen a lot of growth with young families. That feels like a real thing that God's been doing. So that's kind of where we've been. Mm. Um, yeah, and then a big chunk of the last three years, obviously, is kind of doing church in the COVID world so that's been interesting too you know I mean we've caught up a few times and so it's been sort of uh, good to kind of chat to other pastors hasn't it and just hear that often we're kind of um, having the same challenges um, but also seeing some sort of similar joys and so I was wondering are there some things um, yeah I guess that have uh, that COVID has kind of brought out some really po some positive things um, yeah um, yeah or things that you've been grateful for um, yeah. sort of in this season for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, especially looking back um, on on our, so, you know, our longest, most intense lockdowns last year, hopefully they will be the longest and most intense. Hopefully there's nothing like that ahead. Um, but just that kind of um, committed like whoops, Sunday rhythm of getting together it was on Zoom and Zoom fatigue became very real but um, we just saw that spending that time together um, was a really strengthening thing and I just often I kept being surprised especially as I thought of families where like both parents were working on Zoom through the week, but people would keep showing up because I think we got to that sense of just like, this is so important to connect. Um, God does something in our midst, even when it's over screens, um, being family together and finding ways to do that under pressure and in really tricky circumstances. So, so during it, um, I came to really look forward to and had a sense that um, plenty of people in our church were too, just looking forward. We'd have a bit of fun. We'd share photos or random objects from our houses or play some Zoom games. And we definitely changed kind of obviously like what we were doing together we shortened things we made allowances for yeah. kind of tiredness and um monotony <laughs> but being yeah. together was still really important so that was that was one thing um especially as we had prolonged lockdown together but I think kind of on a personal level um one thing I'm really aware that that's come out of 
like last year and as we've had a taste of things opening up and obviously back into lockdown and we're dealing with that kind of whiplash now but um but certainly I've noticed that there's much more um readiness to make space for our emotions I've definitely felt that personally and um and more broadly kind of talked about that with people or seen it but you know just recognizing under pressure and um going through last year and it continues like just being a bit a bit kinder a bit more gracious um with myself and my emotions um you know responding to myself with kind of the kindness and grace that I know God extends but also you know you're if you're in a household with other people you know that under these circumstances like I've got to be quick to respond in grace and kindness to my family and um and wanting to be reaching out beyond our home to mm. other people in their homes in the same way um so so that on a personal level I think has been a gift there's one more thing um that as a community I was thinking about and that's that certainly as we've come together face to face um we've been sensing a real kind of call to like what it means to to gather people together with purpose and to be people of hospitality um learning the art of neighboring well uh, so just this sense of like we're not placed in our homes and our communities and our workplaces by mistake and who are the people around us um, that we can be like real neighbors to really engage and I think with the COVID kind of implications everyone's a little bit more open I think to, to noticing what's happening right around their physical space who is next door who am I seeing in the flesh day to day when I go on my walks and stuff so uh, for us there's a bit maybe a bit more time and space life moves a little bit slower uh, mm. still I feel and I think we're connecting more with with our neighbours and and thinking about what it means to be good neighbours to engage in, in community and kind of push into that make that happen because of the whole awareness that that doesn't necessarily happen naturally and we've got to kind of be real agents of that so yeah we're we're kind of on a journey around the art of neighboring um expecting I love to that as a phrase the art of yeah. neighboring yeah, yeah. It's not fine <laughs> <laughs> also read read Jay Pathak's book called The Art of Neighboring oh there you go comes to that yeah but I know I think you're right I think it has um probably for us in our uh, setting it's given us the space you know, I think, um, and it's been fascinating as we came out of lockdown is that I know for a lot of people, there was the anxiety of getting so busy again yeah. and to not having that space. And so it's interesting now going back in again, and it's almost like sort of some of the positive things that can come out of it is like another opportunity to go, hang on, you don't have to be so busy. How are we re-entering again? And just to have a time to think about that and, um, and what kind of God's put around us to do yeah. in front of yeah. us yeah that intentionality yeah absolutely and so um, I mean that's great to that's great to hear um and I guess you know so along with COVID is obviously there, there's some challenges that are that have come and um you know we would love to pray for you guys uh, mm. as a church and so I just wonder if there is you know some things at the moment that we could maybe specifically pray for um mm. for you guys Mm. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And we'd, we'd love to ask you to be praying for us. Um, I think momentum comes to mind and um, 
yeah, as people are kind of managing another change, you know, massive change going into COVID, but as we can start to think about coming out of it yeah. um, slowly, um, change and just that sense of like we want God's priorities in our heart as a church and I know that that's in people's lives and a small an aspect of that is I do feel like um, in our community there is quite a bit of shake-up lots of things have changed for people um, in the context of like you know just life-changing and and the whole new normal idea yeah um, what is the new normal um, so yeah I would just love prayer for yeah for God's grace and his guidance over our community as we just so people in individual senses are choosing their priorities and having yeah. to, to refund jobs and um mm -hmm. yeah things are changing how they want to do life but then as a church too um, we just want to be in line with what God's got for us so momentum mm -hmm. and and I guess it's direction yeah absolutely yeah. well we will pray for you um after this call now, Jules, I know that you um, sense that God had some stuff uh, for us from yeah. um, saying some things to you. So we'd love to hear that as well. Yeah, beautiful. Well, uh, as I was just having a think about kind of what we might chat about on, um, I had a, a real impression from God uh, about how much Northridge has been to Westgate, uh, that sense of a big brother big sister church mm -hmm. and uncle and auntie church um and I don't think Phil and Cass would mind me saying a mother and father church um mm -hmm. so uh, I just had that encouragement in my heart um particularly now around being big brothers and big sisters uncles and aunties and, and so in a very tangible way Northridge is that to Westgate so there's lots around doing church where we we've got we've actually you guys have shared a lot of your information around how you set up programs and um, kind of policy and procedure stuff really you know important stuff but that can be a bit overwhelming if you haven't done it before so that's you know Northridge has been massive for us and you mm. are as a church you guys are the ones we'll go to like let's find out how Northridge does it and um so that's part of your church your church identity but God impressed on me that that is very much what you carry as a body but also what your individuals that identity of uncles and aunties and big brothers and big sisters um just carrying that you know there's a lot of wisdom a lot of maturity um a lot that God's given you guys that is for passing on to others and it's mm -hmm. around encouragement to others and um, speaking identity and just that sense of that you guys have so much to offer in the way of like God's good life you you many of you um, have just lived it for such a long time and in that there's a wealth of um, you know just who you are how you do life that is a gift to be kind of passing on to others. So don't underestimate your roles. Um, age isn't really the point, um, but don't underestimate who you are to people in terms of showing a way, showing the way mm. of Jesus and, and in the way that you look to maybe a respected, loved auntie or uncle or older older brother or sister. So, yeah, bless you and, and take that on and explore that with God. Thank you, Jules. We really, really appreciate that. It's so good. You know, one of the things we've missed so much is meeting together mm -hmm. and just even being able to visit each other and, you know, whether it's conferences or things like that, just seeing mm -hmm. and encouraging each other. So thank you so much yes. for uh, your uh, just sharing and your encouragement this morning. And we'll definitely be praying for you guys. 
thank um, you as a community and hopefully we can see you guys soon <laughs> good we'll, we'll come north we want some sunshine <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> lovely thanks so much so, see you thanks. Then. Bye. bye that was so good yeah it was it was lovely to catch up just really precious and special um so we just want to take some time right now uh to pray for those guys uh, for westgate vineyard yeah. um so why don't uh, you join me and uh, let's just take this opportunity uh, to pray for them thank you lord holy spirit we just thank you that you're here with us in every single room um, that is watching this morning Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you've been working and that you've been ministering. And we just pray that as we come before you now and pray, we ask that you would just come and speak to us and speak to our hearts. Lord, I want to thank you so much for the guys of Westgate. I thank you so much just for the family of Vineyard Churches that you've given us here, not only in Australia, but around the world as well, Lord. And we thank you for these guys, particularly at Westgate this morning. We pray, Father, even as they meet this morning, that you would bless them, Lord. Father, just um, as I, again, have to go back onto Zoom and, and, and back onto screens again, Lord, we pray that you would continue to knit them together as a community, Father. Um, that that connection, although sometimes it feels tiring over screens, but we just pray, this, even this morning, for an extra blessing over them that it won't be hard lord that they would just sense your spirit and there would be lots of energy as they connect mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. lord yeah we just pray for them um as so many of them are seeking guidance and um what to um for today and 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 for moving forward and the things that you have for them and pray for them the individuals in the church lord who've lost jobs um, who are needing to know what the next step is. Mm. We just ask, Lord, for your provision and your wisdom. Mm. But we pray for them as a, as a whole community as well, Lord, as they seek to follow you and, and what you're doing. And we just ask that you would uh, guide Aaron and Jules as they uh, listen to you. Just thank you so much that your heart is to partner with us. Mm. And so, Lord, we just pray that you would lead and guide. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, and Lord, we, we just thank you for that encouragement from Julia that we are aunts and uncles and big brothers mm. and big sisters. And I'm just conscious that uh, for many of us, for lots of different reasons, we may not be able to be with extended family at the moment. Mm. And um, just to be reminded that we are part of that extended family to others um even across the vineyard churches um so lord uh, we pray that it won't be long before we can be together mm. and um encouraging each other and cheering each other on the person but lord we also pray that you would stir each of us to know how to to encourage um uh, i guess others other christians the the wider body of christ and each other mm. in this season when we can't see each other Lord, that we would actually be family to each other. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Guys, I also just got a sense um, to pray into, I guess there was something that Julia shared around for them learning how to do the emotions of this time. 
And um, yeah. we, we've certainly talked a lot about that and just the recognition that um, our emotional, uh, physical, mental yeah. health is just so important that we are talking about that and mm. honest about that with each other um, as we get into, uh, I guess, lockdown and all of that means. Um, so I, I really just want to pray for us, uh, particularly for you this morning, if you know that that has been a real challenge for you um, as you, mm. yeah, as we get into lockdown, perhaps um, you're, you're struggling with your mental health today. Um, if you are, you're certainly not alone. There's a lot of people for whom that's a regular reality. Um, and I would love to just pray for you this morning as we pray for ourselves in that area. So you may just want to um, place a hand on your heart or on your head. Um, and why don't we just come to the Lord who um, gives us peace in the midst of anxiety. Jesus, we thank you that you have built us. You know how we work. You know how our emotions and our thoughts, um, how all of that holds together. You know the deepest thought in the in the middle of the night. Mm. Lord, you are with us in every moment and you never leave us. Mm. Lord, for each this morning that knows uh, that we need your touch and your healing, your sustenance in this time, we just pray your grace be upon us, mm. Lord. Lord, we pray for these... Um, these things to be easier to talk about mm. we pray that there would be no shame mm. in these conversations as we share with others the things that we need in this time mm. and lord we pray that you would um, make us a people of peace yes. and uh yeah just of hope mm. thank you lord jesus mm. thank you for your grace today mm. Um, I've just been uh, reflecting just on uh, Proverbs 3 for the last few days and just felt to read just a few verses just as we end um, this morning. Um, so my son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favour and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Hmm. Thank you. And that was Proverbs 3, 1 to 6. One to if six. you wanted to look that up. Yeah. Good.